Hi, my name is John Petty, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Growing Up in Flip-Flops. Today's episode I have entitled Local Programming. I need to set the stage a little bit and explain to perhaps some of the younger listeners of a different time on television. There was children's programming that was not Sesame Street. This existed before the advent of Sesame Street. There were basically two national shows. One was Captain Kangaroo and the other was Bozo the Clown, I believe out of WGN in Chicago. There may have been other Bozos, but those two programs, Captain Kangaroo and Bozo the Clown, were the two national shows. Local stations also provided children's programming in the form of live shows hosted by some type of character, which we'll get into in a, in a moment. And they showed cartoons and had children there as part of a live audience. Now, the format of these shows was they would have the kids set up in, in a little for lack of a better term, just a couple rows of bleachers. And they would show cartoons to the television audience, and cartoons last about eight minutes. And then they would cut back to the studio where there would be the kids playing games like a, a skittle ball thing or throw a beanbag into a bucket. And if they achieved a win, that they got to go get a prize. The audience was generally kids out for a birthday or a group of Cub Scouts or a group of brownies that got together. Luckily for me, I was able to participate in two different programs as part of the live audience, and I'll tell you those stories. The first was our local television station, and it was a Western-themed show with hay bales and wagon wheels and fence posts sort of strung around the set. But the main character, the presenter, was in a cowboy hat with a neckerchief around his neck. The interesting part about that is I remember it as Cousin Vern's Roundup. If you look it up on Wikipedia, it's referred to as the Lazy Bar Club. The interesting bit about this was who Cousin Vern was. It was Vern Lundquist in his very first television job. Yes, that Vern Lundquist, member of the National Sportscasters Hall of Fame, broadcaster of SEC football games for years, broadcaster of the Masters Golf Tournament, that Vernon Lundquist, this was my obvious first unknown celebrity interaction, but I was one of the kids on Cousin Vern's Roundup. I don't remember anything eventful happening on the Roundup, but there certainly was something on my next appearance. The next show, somehow my mother was able to get my sister and I on a... Another children's show, this one was out of 
Tampa, Florida, 125 miles from our home. And I remember it as the Barney Bungle Upper Show. Again, if you look on Wikipedia, it's called the Uncle Bruce Show. Barney Bungle Upper was an Emmett Kelly type clown, and he obviously was an employee of the station doing some other day job and got pulled into doing this clown persona. But when he was in character, he affected some sort of odd voice characterization. That'll be important later. Well, we got on the show, went there. I was very, very excited. And during one of the intermissions when kids were playing, another child was selected from the audience to participate in the game. He happened to win. When he won, he was able to go over to the treasure chest. And the treasure chest was filled with toys and candy and all sorts of things. And it was fairly large wooden box. I would say a solid two and a half feet high and they had a lid and everything. Well, when this kid won, I saw him go over. When he was digging to find something, he passed something that I thought was the be-all, end-all of prizes. It was a giant slowpoke candy bar. Now, this is a, a caramel bar. The normal ones are probably about as long as your thumb or finger, but this one was at least two feet long. It was giant. I couldn't believe it. Well, the kid passed over it. I sat there, crossed fingers, every invocation I could get, please pick me. I got picked. It went down. Somehow, miraculously, I won whatever skill test there was, a skittle ball or throw a, a beanbag in the bucket. So Barney Bungalupper says to me, John, you can go over to the treasure chest and pick out what your prize is. Holy cow, this was it. I went over, but somehow the kid before me in his messing around had buried the giant slowpoke bar. I, I wasn't in the treasure chest, but I know my feet were off the ground, my waist on the upper edge of the side of it. I was half in that treasure chest digging to find that giant slowpoke bar that I had seen the previous kid pass by. The funny part was, I'm sitting there digging, I don't know for how long, and just like the scene in A Christmas Story where Ralphie goes up to see Santa Claus and wants the Red Ryder BB gun, Santa breaks character and says, you're going to shoot your eye out. Well, Barney Bungalupper broke character in a furtive voice to me it says kid hurry up we gotta get moving pick something at that moment i found the slow poke i came out of that treasure chest like king arthur pulling excalibur from the stone i'm i'm sure that was the highlight but that's i don't remember anything else about the barney bungle upper show but barney telling me, kid, hurry up. Come on. My fun and games with local programming, and it is such a shame that television stations, for a variety of reasons, don't have those kinds of shows anymore. They're surely missed. I hope you enjoyed 
this episode. Thank you.